Okay, hello everybody. Good evening. Um, I wanted to expand a little bit on my theories of capitalism. Got some feedback where uh, I was a little unclear. One over how like extremely capitalist, you know, my support leans, and how that jives, you know, with the modern world. The uh, capitalism, plain and simple, is the best system that the world's got going for it right now because it puts everybody in the game. You know, like any complaints that you have about capitalism, as valid as they probably are, because there's a shitload that still needs to be ironed out with it. But it's like... You know, having complaints about America. You know, the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and the Revolution and everything that made America and what America is, is the best thing going in the world. Is it perfect? No. Is it necessarily better than other places who have really figured their shit out? Also, no. But, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due and... All the good movies, all the good music, and all the good technology has really, like, capitalism supports the arts. Capitalism makes just unrealistic dreams possible. Like, it really uncaps the limitation. It drags a lot of stuff with it, you know? It doesn't self-correct as well as it will, you know? But the the concept of how to optimize a capitalistic world, you know, so by and large, like my vision of hypercapitalism is that you know, let me back up a little bit. One thing that's obvious is that capitalism, kind of has this exponential function to it. You know, returns start compounding themselves real fast. Now, that's a great thing because of what it makes possible. Now, it's a bad thing because what hasn't really been worked out yet is how to distribute the excess for optimum regrowth, you know? Like people like Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk, like, they're leveraging the game, you know? Now, at the same time, they're changing the world. So, in no way do I think that they don't deserve every bit of wealth that comes with it. Because, you know, I've never seen deep into their lives. But I know what kind of sacrifice doing big things takes. You know? Most people can't even get over those basic first levels. Like having haters will derail people. Pressure in the like billions of dollars range. Uh, you know, having your behavior under a microscope and misdeeds. You know, potentially costing lives. Uh, you know, or wealth from your investors and stuff like that. I mean, like, the stakes are so high. So, 
yeah, the people who are willing to bear that burden for the betterment of other people, of course they deserve rewards. But back to the point is that it's really obvious that capitalism creates abundance and excess, you know? So some of the obvious drawbacks to that are wealth inequality and overuse of resources and kind of the, you know, impact to the environment. Let's just put that all under the same umbrella, like throw, you know, and, uh, climate impact, pollution, all of it, like, you know, and all of that shit's not the like exclusive domain of capitalism, but, you know, capitalism, uh, really did amplify like the ability for that to happen. You know, it's definitely a major contributor. So the long-term vision of capitalism is one where, you know, and I hate to use the word trickle down, but because the way that was presented historically has been relatively fraudulent, like very, at best, over-promised and under-delivered. But it, (laughs) you know, uh, jokes kind of write themselves about what capitalist poor looks like versus, you know, other types of poor. You know, non-capitalist poor is just an extreme version of suffering. You know, there's a huge range of people who are above they're not going to die from poverty you know I mean at least in the immediate future you know they've got enough to survive you know and oftentimes with the help of society they're like the most they're the most uh, prone to breeding you know so they have dense populations I mean the the fallout that they get to live under you know they end up you know with cell phones and stuff i remember like the president uh obama like was giving out phones they called them obama phones like you know it was clear that getting certain you know which was a luxury just a few years prior but getting these luxuries were force multipliers as far as people being able to function you know you get a cheap cell phone in someone's hand they can answer the phone when a job calls back and stuff like that you know so fast forward to today it's pretty un- like you got to be poor to not have a cell phone i mean not third world like deep you know uh like pre-industrial poor, but like the American version of extreme poverty, like includes not having a cell phone, you know, cell phones weren't even a thing until I was half as old as I am now. And, uh, smartphones have only been a thing for like 13 years, you know, maybe, maybe 15 to 20 at the absolute most, like in some version of it, but the ubiquitous nature of it is super recent. And, you know, fast forward this tape 10 years, 
you know, even the, like, even the poorest of poor people are going to have cell phones. Capitalism is going to make it to where, like, it's just unacceptable for them not to. There will be enough of them around, and there will be enough excess at the top, and enough benefit to just giving them, much like Obama did. You know, there's going to be a benefit to just giving people a phone to reduce desperation. You know, and this isn't a guarantee, but if capitalism does its job, like, the thing that really hurts capitalism is desperation. You know, when people are desperate, that's when violence occurs, that's when crime occurs, theft, all that stuff, fraud, you know, it, by and large, the people who are committing fraud, like, are people that society's, like, turning their back on, you know, like, if you have a felony or a drug addiction, like, the solution right now is not to capitalize, or, you know, to use capitalism as the aversion, it's to use other techniques, which mostly, I mean, most accurately translate to ostracism, you know, shaming, uh, exclusion from society, take away their voting rights, their ability to be employed. You know, we punish mistakes by making it impossible to come back, you know, which is the perfect recipe to strip someone of hope, which is exactly why people do shitty shit. You know, so when there's people with hundreds of billions of dollars, you know, you're immediately struck with this, like at some point it's just going to be worth it to them to distribute enough of that to just get people out of that desperate level, you know, and I'm working on a big project kind of really putting numbers to what this number is, but the difference between someone just living this just on the very basic minimum of like even use the word socialism you know like social security or disability or something like that like you can survive off of those things you know and it's a struggle to redistribute like when people have like hundreds of billions of dollars like just this tiny fucking haircut now all of a sudden You've got people who have a future, you know, not necessarily living in comfort, but tomorrow isn't a punishment, you know, a little bit of hope, a little bit of freedom to dream. And, you know, that is a recipe for a level up. So when I say that I'm this huge fan of capitalism, that's what I'm referring to is this, the high probability that the excess that it's creating is going to continue to kind of raise all boats and to bring up the bottom to the point where, you know, couple that with a few policy changes and now you've got a whole bunch of people with hope, you know? We gotta give felons their rights back. We gotta quit locking people up for bullshit. So, 
that's a perfect segue here for my next incendiary topic on does this smell funny i love the name of my podcast by the way the uh concept behind it is to look at things that have just kind of been accepted and see if there's a little more to it the next subject i'm going to get into a little bit here and i'll do a deep dive on the next walk chat which i really appreciate anybody who's listening it's really cool um is that drugs need to all be legalized like 100 percent, all of them every single one yes even those even the ones that you're thinking that i'm not thinking of those two there's nothing that comes from you know making the decision for other people like that all the bad things like all of it 99.9 percent of all of the negative impact that drugs have is all a byproduct of their prohibition. You know? And I know that's an extreme number, and it's accurate. Crack, heroin, all the hallucinogens, everything. They all need to just absolutely fucking be legalized. There needs to be a a tax-incentive, value-added tax, however you want to structure it, but... The money right now that is distributed to a black market needs to be put back into the system. That's it. The solutions will all come there because the funding will be there. And, you know, there's a few really, there's some low hanging fruit to kind of just pick here. Um, You know, but people will blah, blah, fuck off. If someone wants to do drugs, like, the legality of them is the deterrent to such an like a negligible percentage of the people if you're in that position like if it's in your social circle if it's in your world you know if you're struggling with it like the legality of it is not a deterrent no addict ever was like but what if we get caught like the the construct that puts people there is is just indifferent to that so Number one, close the financial loop. Every dollar that someone is willing to put, spend on a drug that no matter how dangerous or whatever, you know, it it needs to be just treated the exact same way alcohol was looked at. Like, I don't know why everybody had this, like, no pun intended, but sober, um, you know, process. Like, when we learned about prohibition in school, you know, they're like, well, people were just you know doing it anyway and they were you know kind of cooking it in bathtubs and it was dangerous and blah well all of them are like that motherfucker you know start making clean meth that people can buy in the store you know redistribute that money into making it safer educating people about it you know it's not something that people are like oh it's legal finally you know, it's a self-canceling issue if you remove the suffering and desperation. So coke, crack, like, cocaine's another one. Like, Jesus. Like, how many billion-dollar busts have to happen where nobody's dealer stops picking up the phone to start realizing that fucking people like cocaine. People are going to do cocaine. And the society right now, like, 
has it under the blanket to where you know, these cartels are heavily funded. People, like, I mean, going to any bar, bathroom on a Saturday night, and it's there. Like, it's everywhere. The fact that we're pissing away the profits from it, just not acknowledging it, and it just being realistic about it is fucking ignorant. You know? I know it's a big, you know, paradigm shift to say, like, but really nothing changes. Like, we're learning a lot from the marijuana legalization is that, fuck, it's not like there's pot everywhere now. Same fucking people were doing weed, but their dealers are out of business. So, some dealers are looking into online school. Uh, the money's getting put back into the communities. Nobody's buying shit in parking lots and having to, you know, have these... Like, it's just legit. And I don't care if you smoke weed or not. Go visit a dispensary. I don't know what everybody feared was going to happen when they legalized this or what they thought it was going to do, but I've had some of the best experiences of my life in dispensaries. Like, I can remember one experience where I was sitting in this waiting room and, like, just... (laughs) People that society was shunning in my lifetime were just interracial couples, a lesbian couple, you know, people just all sitting there and fucking interacting and shooting the shit, you know, a couple people looked like they were in a street gang and they're all just laughing, like, you know, soaking the moment up, like, hey, (laughs) you know, we're here just you believe we're just buying weed legally? Like, and everybody, it was just so positive. And, you know, 20 feet outside the building, you wouldn't even know that's what was there. Super professional, super friendly, just amazing. You know, that model is going to scale up. It has to. So, anyway, I can go through them all individually and just, you know, like, of course there's going to be some bumps. Nobody can, you know, as with anything, you can't expect the perfect transition. You know, like that circles back to my autonomous car debate. But anyway, fucking legalize it. It's one, it's just one profound uh, pissing away of resources that could be fixed in a way that has amplified knock-on effects, you know, towards positivity. Let them all out of jail. All right, we'll continue this tomorrow.